This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Uh, Virginia, sound off. Hello. Rick? Well, it's brilliant and the slight toads. <laughs> Jared? Uh, hey. All right. Okay, that actually sounds pretty good. It's all going to go downhill once I start asking questions, so I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> it was beautiful I, while it lasted. We're not on higher ground to go downhill, so let's, uh... You would I, think that. <laughs> yeah, where, where do we get to round three? Fun fact, I originally released this podcast in Japan in 1980 under the title Puckman, but I had to change it for obvious reasons. I'm your host, John Irons. Uh, playing my games tonight will be Miss Virginia Pickle. Hello. Mr. Rick Tatro. Isn't Bird Box Bandersnatch the dude that played Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> Jared Stern. <laughs> Hello. All right. Here's how it's going to go. There will be three rounds, um, one round of intermission improv. The games that I've devised will generally feature word play and or trivia. The uh, intermission improv, it's kind of squishy. You never quite know. I'm actually doing a new one this, this round, this game, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, players will buzz in with their names, or I will assign questions to them. They'll earn points by answering questions correctly. Mostly. <laughs> and we'll probably not lose points for answering answering questions incorrectly. Um, we have three veterans here of the game, so that explanation was for the listeners, not the players. They've got enough to contend with. Round one. I call this game... Yeah, that, that ain't right. Fight! <laughs> um, for whatever reason, all sorts of people and groups from all sorts of industries have decided to thwart the education of America's youth. And I don't mean like in an evolution isn't real kind of way. I mean like the letters C and K sound the same, so f*** it, let's just switch them up in any product that we want. <laughs> Language, John. I'll beep it later. I think that's the earliest F bomb yet. Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Uh, every answer in this round is uh, a well-known thing whose official name is intentionally misspelled. To drive the point home, when you answer, you must spell the name of the thing. For example, for example, if I said the British foursome who sang I Want to Hold Your Hand, you would say the Beatles, B-E-A-T-L-E-S. It's a pun! 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you have uh, to be there. These are going. Oh, all right. Uh, these are going to be assigned. And you didn't just realize what the Beatles means, do you? Did you? Who me? Yeah. No, I got it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, regular listeners to the show know that I will usually make the hardest thing the example, but on occasion I will make the easiest thing the example. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> these are all. These are. These are all fine. Either you know it or you don't. You should be fine. Um, these are going to be assigned, and we're going to start with Jared. Oh, great. I'm not sure why this donut chain with the hot and now neon sign keeps appearing in Captain Game Show questions, but <laughs> it is a perfect fit for this particular round. So here we are. Uh, that would be Krispy Kreme. Yep. Uh, K-R-I-S-P-Y-K-R-E-M-E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were all yeah, that would the- work with the Mickey Mouse song. We're all over the place on that one. K-R-I-S-P-Y-K-R-E-M-E. <laughs> I think that's the first time copyright infringement has gone two ways. Uh, Rick. Hello. Old commercials for this adhesive featured a guy suspended by his construction helmet. Crazy glue. K-R-A-Z-Y-G-L-U-E. Yes. Virginia. Yes. Toucan Sam is the spokesbird for this breakfast cereal. Um, Fruit Loops. F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S, I think. <laughs> That's correct. Well, it's wrong, but it's right. <laughs> I got you. Uh, Jared. Because if they spelled it F-R-U-I-T, there'd have to actually be something resembling fruit <laughs> <the> ingredients. <laughs> the lawyers. We stand behind the loop, sir. <laughs> uh, Jared. John Singleton directed Ice Cube, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Lawrence Fishburne in this film about life in South Central L.A. Before you answer. Mm, yes. There are two things that are incorrect in this title and the word the is not one of them. Uh, oh, okay. Um, it's Boys in the Hood. Uh-huh. Uh, that's B-O-Y-Z. I believe it's apostrophe N the Hood. T-H-E-H-O-O-D. Nice. Right. Nicely done. I was, yeah. Like, my, in my... Go ahead. Did you think I would say T-H-A hood? No, I thought you were going to say, well, I didn't know what you were going to do. If it was me, I would have said D-A hood, because that's how I remember oh, it. D-A, I gotcha. Oh. But yes, you're absolutely right. Rick. Hello. Don't do that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Who is it? This beloved sandwich cookie became approximately... 100% more beloved when it introduced the version with twice as much cream filling. Well, this is tough. Um, well, it's, it's Oreo double stuff. Yep. 
I didn't know there was a weird spelling for it. Uh, oh. Yeah, this is a tricky one. Uh, well, it's O-R-E-O. Um, D-U-B-L stuff? S-T-U-F-F? No. You want to steal it? Uh, I'll take a stab. Okay. Alright. D-O-U-B-L-E S-T-U-F <laughs> That's right. Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I know me, my sugared lard. <laughs> Do you uh, like to do like take like six Oreos and pull the filling out and make one giant blob of filling? It's horrible. Good lord, no! Oh, <laughs> I used to love to do that. Uh, the double stuffs for just even—you can even make like a snowman. <laughs> yeah. A meal unto itself. Virginia. Yes. This fast food chain is closed on Sunday and claims to have invented the chicken sandwich. Um, Chick-fil-A. Uh, I don't know. Okay, C-H-I-K-F-I-L-A. Very close, but no. As uh, it apostrophes? No, no. <laughs> Anyone want to steal it? Yeah, Rick. Rick. C-H-I-C-K hyphen F-I-L hyphen A. Yeah. And my daughter still gripes when on Sundays. Can we go to Chick Fil A? Because she likes she doesn't like their food, but she likes the play area. Oh. My sister just discovered that the first C also is a chicken. <laughs> just now. Like she literally just discovered that last week. Wow. <laughs> and by the way, uh, to any of our LGBT listeners, I know we're not supposed to go there, but uh, if you're a parent. <laughs> You know that a place with a decent play area and free Wi-Fi is worth its weight in gold. So I, I do apologize for giving them seven bucks every week. <laughs> Noted. Jared. Yeah. Snap, crackle, and pop are the spokes elves for this breakfast cereal. Uh, that would be Rice Krispies. That's R-I-C-E-K-R-I-S-P-I-E. S. Krispies. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rick, this is your last one. Okay. Every wrapper of this stretchy candy features a lame joke that's hilarious if you're six. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because what I initially thought you were going for uh, is not stretchy candy. It's bubblegum. So I don't know. Jared. Jared. That would be Laffy Taffy. Yes. Uh, L-A-F-F-Y. Uh, T-A-F-F-Y. Yes. I've heard of Laffy Taffy, but I've never actually seen it. <laughs> it's mythological candy food. <laughs> it's pretty awful. Speaking of mythological food, Virginia. Oh, great. This processed cheese sauce was developed for craft by a team of scientists in the early 50s. <laughs> Not even Wait, kidding. say that again? <laughs> this processed cheese sauce was developed for craft. Also misspelled, by the way. 
by a team of scientists in the early 1950s. The only thing I'm coming up with is cheese whiz, but I don't think that's right. You want to try to spell it? Um, C-H-E-E-Z-W-H-I-Z. Correct. You got my cheese whiz, boy? <laughs> <laughs> we actually had a, a conversation very similar to this at dinner tonight because we were talking about cheese, and I was explaining to Sharon that uh, that most cheeses are named for the, the area where they were invented. Right. And we had craft singles on our burgers tonight. And she's, where is this one from? I said, a lab. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was round one. Nicely done, people. All right. Let's go to round two. Round two. The long Fight. and the short of it. Fight! Uh, this is a game that I've only done once before. I always figured I would get back to it one day. And as the guy from the Green Book might say, today is that day. You'll get it later. And for example, uh, all these answers will be two-word phrases in which the vowel does double duty. One word has a short version of the vowel. Okay. One has a short version of the vowel. The other has a long version of that same vowel. For example, if I gave the clue a made-up story, especially about someone like Paul Bunyan, you would say, tall tale. <clears throat> These are completely phonetic. These have nothing to do with how the words are spelled, only how they sound. And they're going to be assigned. Uh, Madam Pickle. Yes. Gonna start with you. Alright. <clears throat> the mildly colloquial name for someone performing a song vocally without opening their mouth. Like me doing a round of D's notes. Okay, say that again. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a, that was a long trip. Mildly colloquial name for someone performing a song vocally without opening their mouths. Like me doing a round of D's notes. I would be a... Humming human? Yeah. Wow. Mildly colloquial. I gotta drop the G. <laughs> Humming. Humming human. Humming human. Jared. Yeah. This is what the lead singer of the Rolling Stones sings into. Uh, is that a mix mic? Yeah, a mic mic. Rick. Hi. If someone exercises because they believed they're destined to be overweight, you could say that they're trying to avoid this. A fat fate. <laughs> yeah. Virginia. Yes. If someone goes to an all-you-can-eat place and piles up T-bones and ribeyes, that means their plate has this on it. Oh. Uh, you want to repeat? Jared. Yes, please. 
If someone goes to an all-you-can-eat place and piles up T-bones and ribeyes, that means that this is on their plate. Uh, I don't know. Jared. Stacks of steaks. Yeah. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> All right, Jared, this is actually yours. Uh, it's going to sound weird, but you get just come with me. Like all of this stuff has not sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, fact, and the fact that I actually have to preface this lets you know how weird this one is. I can't wait. If you were watching a breakdancer through an x-ray machine. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> as one does. Uh, you might des- <laughs> you might describe the cl- the classic move where they rotate on their back as this. On their back. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, you know what? It, I just I my breakdancing lingo. I'm not quite up on it. Um, spin Isn't- on their back. Break to steel. Yeah, go ahead. Rick. Spine spin. Spine spin. Oh, just a spin? That's all I was saying. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> what, it's not what you actually call it, because it, it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I debated doing it without the x-ray aspect, but it, it seemed, yeah, yeah no. Wait, like, all right, so here's the thing, though. When you read the question, didn't you say the word spin? No. I said rotate. Okay. I don't know if you said rotate, but okay. Yeah, it's right there on my screen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, and, and yeah, I, that's the only reason I said rotate, because I couldn't say spin. Okay. Uh, Rick. Hi. We're listening back to this episode. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Rick, if in a movie there was a part in which all the characters were hearing impaired and only spoke with their hands, you might call it this. Also works for a film about trigonometry. Say that one again. (laughs) (laughs) If you're watching a movie... Oh, oh. Go ahead. You got it? Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, 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 say it again. <laughs> Jared the Steel, if, uh, if he doesn't get it. If you're watching a movie and there's a part where all the characters were hearing impaired and only spoke with their hands, you might call it this. Sign scene. Yeah. What was the, what was the hesitation? Well, I, I got, I was like... A, a, for some reason, I was like, sign, sign? And then, and then I was like, no, the second word has to be different. <laughs> oh, so, Winnie. So, ah. All right. <laughs> Virginia, this is you. Yes. Uh, though, technically, one of these words is a type of tree, I think the clue works better if I say it's what happens when someone ignites a mink coat. Wait, what? <laughs> Although technically one of these words is a type of tree, I think the clue works better if I say it's what happens when someone ignites a mink coat. A smoke smock? 
Ooh. We'll give you a point for that. Rick. Thank you. Hmm? Rick. Uh, a fur fire. Correct. Oh. But I do appreciate innovation. Smoke smot be thine. Jerry. <laughs> yes, I apologize for, for, for the dog. It's fine. Uh, there, there's someone apparently walking in front of my house, and as Emo Phillips says, why would you want to miss that? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I'm pretty sure Wendy's probably one of the most popular characters on the show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. Yes. Uh, if you went to an auto parts store and looked, oh, okay. up, and looked above you to see a shelf of rubber wheels... You could describe it as this. Uh, shelf of rubber wheels. A... It's not the best, but it works. <laughs> I can be honest about that. Shelf of They're not all winners. <laughs> oh, a tire tier. That's it. My God. <laughs> 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 well done. Thanks. Uh, just like, well, how many different ways can I say the letter I? Uh. <laughs> Last one goes to Rick. Yay! If there were a deity whose purview was taunting or annoying people to try to get them to do something, you could call that deity this. The god of goad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Alright. The taint of taunt. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, had to, I had to think about it. So, I was like, uh, no. Nah. Nah. So, so far, you've made jokes with duty and taint. Um, yeah. So, just want to. Kudos, man. Well, <laughs> this is what happens when I play sober. So. You're blaming the lack of alcohol on this? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. That's a solid defense. So good, good luck with that. Uh, all right. That concludes round two. And so uh, that opens the doorway and leads us like uh, lambs to the slaughter to the new intermission improv game that I previously mentioned. Name that tune. Okay. Test your might. Uh, it's gonna work like this. I will give you the subject matter of a concept album. You will give me the names of three songs on that album. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Sure. <laughs> The name of the album is I Live... Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, I have a question. Go ahead. So do each one of us come up with three, or is it three total, one each person? Three each, total of nine. Okay. And we're making this up, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I presume so, yeah. I mean... Well, I mean, you're not going to say, like, Mr. Roboto, and we've got to give you the, the tracks on that album. Uh, let me answer that question by telling you that the name of the album is I Live in a Crappy Apartment. <laughs> 
Okay. So an autobiographical album is what you're telling me. Um, for me personally, <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> absolutely. I want you to give me the titles of three songs that this artist, let's call him Stinky Whizzletees. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement number four. Uh, three songs that will be on the album I Live in a Crappy Apartment. Uh, to be honest, this game deserved a better intro. <laughs> because I think I'm, I, might, I might come back to this well more than once. But, uh, you know, there's, there's something to be said for making up the intro to Intermission Improv on the fly. Um, I'll give you a couple of minutes to, uh, since I'm asking you for three things, I guess, technically. Uh, I'll give you a couple of minutes to, to, to noodle it through before we go on to round three. It's one of you, like, running one of those white noise wave machines. It helps me relax, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> All right. We're podcasters. That's our job. No comments. <laughs> All right, it's a hobby. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. Final round. Round three, final round of the game. <laughs> also a new game. Uh, I call this Double or Nothing. Fight! Uh, this is another cooperative game, but unlike most of the cooperative games on this show, this one can screw you. Every answer will be something with a title in the format of blank and the blank. The answers will be assigned, but to two of you, not just one person. One of you gives me the first part, the other gives me the second part. For example, if I say Rick and Virginia, this is a tale as old as time, wherein Gaston was dissatisfied with his role in the friend zone. Gaston, man. <laughs> so I, I would say. Rick would say beauty. Beauty. Virginia would say. The beast. And the beast. So does it matter with, like, if you say Rick yes. and Virginia, then does Rick have to come up with the first one? Or yes. can I say, oh, I know the first one, nope. so you do the second one? Nope. Rick comes first. Okay. Whoever I say first gets the first part. Okay. Um, if you. As a team, get both halves, you both get a point. Um, if one of you or both of you doesn't know your half, neither of you gets a point. Before you ask, yes, there can be stealing, but only by the player who was not included in the initial question. And only can for the coaching. And only for the <laughs> no. And only for the Damn. parts that no one has said. I mean, you're giving them the first no. half of it. You don't get to coach more than that. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, if, if you call on, like, if you say, Rick and Virginia, blah, 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 and I know both, and Virginia doesn't know either, I can't say, it's the Rick and Virginia. 
No. No, you can't. <laughs> that would be the definition of cheating. <laughs> Question from a potential stealer. Sure. Uh, so if neither of them know their stuff and I ring in, do I get two points if I know both parts? If neither of them know, if, if no part has been answered and you know both parts, you would get both points. Well, all right then. Alright. Um, more questions can arise. I expect that. This is this is not just a new kind new game, but a new kind of game that we're playing on the show. Uh, so as always, I will be um, open to conversation. Um, so let's begin with Jared and Rick. Jared, okay. you say the first part? Rick, you say, and the black. This girl group first appeared in Archie Comics and was later a 1970s cartoon and a 2001 movie. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Long tits and ears for hats. Guitars, sharps and flats. Sorry. More copyright infringement. (laughs) As long as you sing less than 30 seconds of it, I think we're gold. (laughs) that's cool because I don't know the words to the next bit (laughs) that's good because you would have kept going I was going to take a point away (laughs) Rick and Virginia okay yes this third installment of the tales of a dashing archaeologist was the one in which we found out that his real name was Henry Jones Jr. really? okay (laughs) Indiana Jones (laughs) And the Last Crusade. Yeah. Good lord, that was easy. I thought there was going to be a trick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, once I decided what that thing would be, I could either make, like, really, all the clues would be either really easy or ridiculous. Uh, Virginia and Jared. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the title of the classic 1995 album by Smashing Pumpkins and featured the song Tonight Tonight. Um, Melancholy. And the Infinite Sadness. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you guys got that and I didn't have to embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared and Rick. All right. The first MCU film released after Infinity War. I feel like the word lighthearted was used a lot during the pitch meetings. Uh, Ant-Man. And the Wasp. Yeah. My favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> really? It was your favorite? Uh, that was no. heavy sarcasm. He it. <laughs> Sorry. He it so much. For reasons that are really unreasonable, but he's entitled to it. Oh, favorite. bite me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Rick and Virginia. The HBO series that told the tale of Carrie Bradshaw and her love affair with the Metropolis. Which one of us is first? You're first. Sex! And the city! Yeah. (sighs) Virginia and Jared. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're a student of Hogwarts... And you've just seen Cedric Diggory die. 
during a most unfortunate Triwizard tournament, you are living in this book. Oh, crap. Well, you should get the first part. We can't, we can't switch. <laughs> you can't Harry switch. Harry Potter. Uh, all right, I'm going to take a stab. And the Goblet of Fire? Correct. Yes. <laughs> nice. It was a good oh, stab. Thank you. All right, so Jared and Rick. This 2018 Disney release was based on the classic Christmas play by Tchaikovsky. I'm assuming. I didn't see it. Uh, the Nutcracker. I always... You know... I saw the trailers for this film and went, there is no way I have any interest in seeing it, and then did a complete memory dump. I have no idea what it's like. Me neither. Um, I will say, I, I, I do always root for you guys to get the answers, but I am glad that somebody <laughs> somebody <laughs> stepped on a bear trap in this game. That's kind of the whole point. Uh, really easy. I mean, except for, I mean, I, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, and I got lucky with that Goblet of Fire guess, but these have all been really easy. I've got a few. There might be more. No, well, there are, but I'm just... No, they're, they're, these, are all, these are all pretty easy, because I'm, 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 I'm easing you into the concept. I've got probably three rounds of this. Um, obviously not this, not this show. Ah. Um, all right, so Jared correctly said The Nutcracker. Virginia, do you want to steal? Oh, I, I have no idea. Jared, you want your other point? Is it, I think, in the five realms? Oh, I'm four so realms. sorry. It's four and, the realms. And the four realms. Oh, so close. Was that close? Yeah, it was Nutcracker and the four realms. All right. Uh... And on a normal game, I would probably give it to you, but... Yeah, I'm sorry, no worries. Double or nothing. Uh, Rick and Virginia. Okay. Also super easy. A rolled doll book starring a young boy, giant insects, and a huge fruit. James. And the giant peach. Yeah. Last question of the round. Virginia and Jared. An American... This is straight from Wikipedia. Because I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, an American media franchise based on a series of action films that is largely connected with illegal street racing, heist, and espionage. Say that again? <laughs> An American media franchise based on a series of action films that is largely concerned with illegal street racing, heists, and espionage. Oh, um, The Fast? And The Furious. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Do a tentative total. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Um, everyone has songs for my "I Live in a Crappy Apartment" album. Uh, yes. Let's start with Virginia. Um. So I was going with kind of a um, 
like sad country song vibe. <laughs> okay. So I went with um, my kitchen is smaller than a gold digger's heart. Um, do you hear what I hear? Parentheses, it's the neighbors. <laughs> and my personal favorite, I'd slam the door if we had one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are pretty great. Those are, those are nice. Those are really nice. Uh, Rick. Okay. The roaches stole my Twinkies. <laughs> Walls as thin as your love. Oh, that's good. And my fuse box hates my microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Jared. All right. I have, uh, find the smell. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you get ants. (laughs) And the tap dancer upstairs. The tap dancer upstairs. That's a good one. Having been a a, a, a downstairs unit, yes, <laughs> I'm uh, well versed in those. I'm just waiting for Rick to chuckle and say "unit." No, <laughs> nothing. All right. Didn't stick the landing there, Rick. I'm disappointed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My you know what? has gone to sleep. <laughs> All right, final scores. Jared, mm-hmm. 21. Hey, respectable. Rick. Rick, 19. Yo. Virginia, 18. Ah. Hey, happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. That was a good game. That was fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh... Let's uh, ring in the new year with the uh, same old shit I did last year. Pitch plug promotes. <laughs> Jared. Yeah, uh, so um, uh, as of the recording of this podcast, um, I, I have an, a new comedy album that is dropping uh, tomorrow. So by the time this comes out, it, it will be available. Uh, it's a double album with another with a fellow uh, comedian in D.C. named Robert Mack. Very funny guy. It's called A Couple of Characters. Find it wherever you consume digital things. iTunes, <laughs> Spotify, XM, whatever. Things. Nice. Rick. I got nothing. <laughs> I'll have stuff next time, man. Everything fine. is in limbo right now. Virginia. Um, I'm super behind on my Star Trek uh, blog, but um, I have a podcast with my boyfriend called Wait You've Never Seen where we talk about movies that one of us has never seen and it's a lot of fun alright as for me you can hear me on other episodes of Captain Game Show honestly I know I'm not supposed to pick a favorite but it's my favorite one (laughs) it's it's my favorite podcast that I do Uh, you can also hear me on the Cosmic Potato Super Fan Talk podcast where I often appear with Rick and Virginia and uh, my podcasting cohort, Sean. Uh, we will also be found on the Discovery After Show, whose name might change, but if you go to the Cosmic <laughs> Potato Network and you look for a Star Trek show, it's that one. Um, and keeping with the theme of not writing stuff out this episode, I just, I, this is all on the fly, but uh, you know what I should do? I should just cut and paste 
<laughs> I just cut and paste like from the last six episodes. Just a ransom note of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've summed up Captain Game Show pretty damn good. <laughs> thank you, players, for playing, and thank you, listeners, for listening. And we'll hope that you'll join us again on the next episode. Of Captain Game Show. Are you sure you're sober? Actually, I had a huge <laughs> cup of coffee about half an hour ago, so I'm pinging. <laughs> <laughs>